For the for the record, for the record, for the record, for the record, for the record. Been a little too nice to y'all. Now I got a up price for y'all. Snake eyes on dice for y'all. Shoulders on ice for y'all. Frozen. A6 all the hate. I won't get involved today. Got lost in the ball and age. I'm flipping the bars. I'm flipping the flipping the flipping the all record off record. I still count wins when they got it on record off record. I let them take advantage. I was wildin' on record off record deals. Tell them talk to Colin for the quote on record off record. I still want the act, not the ghost. Running through it with the young and blooming tell it. Less impressions also coming to it. I've been giving yeses when I shouldn't do it. I complete ejected, but the moves are loose. I'm barely moving, but I'm still gon' boost them. I can work on winnings when I know you're losing. So I went to winnings and they throw the deuces. Guess I have to pivot shooting the bazookas for the facts. I need racks, paper cash, fuck attacks. That's a joke. Tell them laugh. Uncle Sam, fuck out the back. Rolly plot, but get a whack. Contract, give me the max. I got laugh on my back. Oh, yeah. You know, I love it when I put in that funky music. So let me go ahead and fade that out right now. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's 6 p.m. Sunday, as always. Your boy is here. Notice the hashtag. Stay at home, folks. Hey, what's happening, everybody? It's your boy Onyx here, going full nerd with another recording of your favorite podcast. And time for the shameless plug. Okay, the shameless plug. It always goes as follows. Make sure that if you're watching this video on YouTube, hit it with a thumbs up. So that I know you were here. Trust me, when I see the statistics and stuff, I know how many people were in here. And I know if you hit a thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs sideways, whatever. So go ahead and make yourself known by hitting that thumbs up. Also, you can check out this podcast. Yeah, I know everybody doesn't get a chance to sit and watch YouTube. Everybody doesn't get the chance to join in live. So the podcast is actually available Right after we record it, and it'll be on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and at its source, anchor.fm slash going full nerd. Oh, wow, man. I got that out the way. And also, if you want to check out some comic book news, couple of funny jokes because i got to start putting jokes on because you know with everything going on the the comic book companies are not delivering comics so they're not putting a lot of stuff out but the whole deal is is you can check out goingfullnerd.com for that information i mean there's some digital comics and stuff coming out there's news from the major publishers dc marvel um Valiant, IDW, and uh, the independent guys. I try to put as much as I can from whoever sends it to me. Action Lab Comics, they've been one of the big people giving me stuff for a long time. So I just kind of want to make sure that everybody knows what's going down. Now, here's the deal. This is the spot where normally, normally, I would give you the top t- the top five domestic box office, but when movie theaters closed, social distancing in pure effect. This is like the third live stream that we're actually talking about. Is it third or fourth? This is day twenty of my stay at home since they told me, "Hey, no, you can't go into work. You got to work from home. Do your stuff." So this is day twenty for me. I think it's day twenty, something like that. Yeah whatever so you know it it gets a little crazy but 
what I'm going to go ahead and do is tell you I'm looking at like Netflix, I'm looking at Disney Plus, I'm looking at On Demand, I'm looking at TV, I'm going back through my DVD collection that you can see over my shoulder, and I'm going to start talking about stuff that you can watch, see, I'm going to talk a little bit about movies going back, being pushed back, pushed further, I'm going to just try to start dropping as many videos as I can, some of them may be long, some of them may be short, but every Sunday, 6 p.m., you get the jump up in this piece and go ahead back and forth with me live so hopefully that works out hopefully you know we get some things going and when we get to the last 15 minutes or so i'll open up the phone lines if anybody wants to call in or can call in you could call in any other time and leave me a message you know and we'll play it on the air nobody want everybody scared to hear their voice everybody everybody bold on the internet but don't nobody want to put their voice on it on the thing you've had a couple of callers but that's cool all right everybody what are we talking about today i kind of went straight into everything but let's talk about what's going down one season 10 episodes not reviewed for a second season Okay, that is October Faction on Netflix. You know, this was IDW Entertainment. IDW Entertainment is a comic book publisher, okay, graphic novel publisher. And this was their entry into the live action comic book translation onto the small screen or big screen, whichever screen they're trying to hit. This is one of their initial entries, okay. This was a supernatural horror drama. Yes, I am watching something that they actually classify as horror. You know, your boy really doesn't do horror, but, you know, unless it's daytime. And I did watch all of this during daylight hours, so I wouldn't be scared. So I wouldn't have issues. That's that's how I am, okay? And, um... It didn't survive. I mean, it just recently announced, and that's what kind of led me to watch this. Say, okay, why did Netflix cancel this? I mean, I've seen a couple of other reviews that were not very favorable on YouTube and stuff like that of the show, but I'm the type, I've got to see it for myself. I've got to know what's going down. So Here's the deal. The official synopsis of this Netflix series was October Faction follows the story of a monster hunting couple. Globetrotting monster hunters Fred and Dolores, known as Dee Dee Allen, who after the death of Fred's father, returned to their hometown in upstate New York. New York, <laughs> Upstate New York has always been jacked up, in my opinion. Nothing against it. I'm a New Yorker, but I'm from the city. I'm from, I'm from one of the five boroughs. But New York has always had issues, man. And they talking upstate New York. New, upstate New York is where the legend of Sleepy Hollow came from. They're always up to into some scary stuff up there. But anyway, they returned to their hometown in upstate New York with their teenage children, Jeff and Vib, in tow. All right? As the family adjusts, Fred and Dolores must hide their identities as members of a super secret organization and quickly discover that their new small new yet old small town isn't as idyllic as it seems i used a big word i used idyllic <laughs> some of y'all might have some problems with that one but i i kind of let it flow out maybe i didn't have enough of my adult beverage but here we go this is the deal even though honestly i i, I can tell you honestly even though this book was published Back in, um, what is it? Back in night was that 2014? Okay, shame on me. 
Because I post a lot of IDW entertainment stuff on goingfullnerd.com. Shame on me. Okay, but this type of book isn't normally on my read list. It's not a superhero genre stuff. That's what I usually like to throw down with. So now here goes the deal. In the beginning, I was watching the first episode. You know, I got strong Mr. and Mrs. Smith vibes meet men in black with a touch of Hellboy. Okay, you feeling me? I mean, you got these the, the husband and wife team. Hunting monsters, technological gadgets. I mean, you know, it seems like they okay, let me take a little bit from here, a little bit from here, a little bit from here. But I don't think that's the why. I don't think that's the why this wasn't received as well as it could have, should have, might have, whatever has been. Okay. I'm going to be honest. There were so many nuances in just the first episode, and then seeing them in action in the first couple of episodes, I was like, okay, I might be able to give this just a little, just to give this a try. I was going to give it just a little bit to say, okay, they're killing vampires, they're killing werewolves, okay, they got the gunplay going, I'm digging this, all right, this is action, this is, okay, sci-fi type action, I, I can rock with this, right? So... It was a lot of crazy moments, but, you know, I watched maybe like the first four, five episodes and I was like, okay, this is still pretty good. Why aren't they keeping this around for a second season? So the first season itself digged into the backstory of the Allen family, how they came into existence, or at least this particular generation, how they have the issues, all this other stuff. And then they started introducing the wild stuff. And I'm going to throw out there the wild stuff because this is the thing is a lot of it. I think it reason, a lot of the reasoning behind the show, not going for a second season is because it didn't have a large enough appeal. It didn't have that type of appeal where a whole bunch of people could embrace it. I think they started targeting too many subgroups, meaning too many interest groups directly instead of doing the broad overall message. Here's what I'm talking about. Okay. They started, I mean, I can understand they, they got the twins. All right. I'm not going to spoil much. So, you know, you could go watch this for yourself. They got the twins. One of the twins is openly gay. That's fine. Okay. But I think they kind of went overboard because it felt like every fourth or fifth scene he was kissing. Okay. We get it. You established that in the thing, but it wasn't really, you know, a big thing that I was like, okay, do we need to see him being in this romantic every time? Does he have to always be kissing somebody? Does he always have to be flirting with the dudes? That, that was one thing. Okay. I don't mind it. They just, it felt like it was so repetitive that it was like, okay, we get it. After the first time you put it out there. Okay. We get it. You know, that was the whole thing with that. Then here goes the thing. The villain was not clear from the very beginning, but somebody says that was cool, you know, as far as um, storytelling. 
okay? Because you never, you want to have a twist. Uh, you know, ever since M. Night Shyamalan, Shyam, Shyamalan, Shyamalan, you know, my man uh, Shyamalan Ding Dong. <laughs> I, I keep messing with M. Night. I can't, you know, his name just doesn't. M. Night Shyamalan, you know what? I feel, I felt like. <laughs> I'm going to leave that alone. I'm going to stop it again. Ever since he did these twists, you know, everybody feels they got to have a twist in something. And they had a twist, a couple of twists with the villains inside of this um, particular series. But it is what it is. You know, the clandestine organization that the parents were a part of. Not bad, but I think... They could have fleshed that out a little more. It was very superstitious, super, not superstitious, superficial, excuse me. And that I didn't, you know, I got the idea. I said, okay, I got it. I mean, I got more fleshing out of men in black. I got more fleshing out of the BPRD inside of Hellboy. Um, I did not get a good fleshing out of this one. And it's like, Okay, we're going to work on this a little bit. We, they, they need to work on this. They need to talk a little bit more. But they established themselves, and then there was a lot of twists with that. Something that you may or may not have wanted to check out. So, here goes the deal. Alright? The bad guy wasn't who we thought the bad guy was, but the bad guy was really bad, and the bad guy was really good, and the good guy could have been better than the bad guy, but the bad guy was better than the good guy than the bad See how confusing that is? Now, if you can figure what out I just said, then you can figure out this part, okay? But let's go here with this. The monster hunting aspect of it was pretty good, but they never really got into the reason why in the fact other than, you know, the real, I, I call it my, um, I call it my countryfied. Sorry for any country folk that watching this. Notice how I said it. The, the, the countryfied thing, you know, monsters are bad. So we're going to stop the monsters. The monsters are bad. But you really don't know who or what the monsters are or what initiated and started this whole we got to hunt the monsters down. Okay. I mean, we got we leave it. They leave it to us. But that's cool. That probably could have been fleshed out in the second season if it wasn't canceled. But it is what it is. Um, Like I said, I think it was a lot of the stereotypical, you know, gender relations inside of the movie. Um, they had a lot of stereotypical preachy moments about interracial marriage and relationships in the movie. Um, all of this stuff was peppered throughout the series. And that actually could have kept a lot of people not watching this. And it's a shame because the whole premise of a October faction and the actual story and the action was pretty damn good. Okay. This show has so much potential, but I really can't place my finger on why Netflix chose not to go there. The special effects were decent, but it wasn't, it wasn't like Swamp Thing from DC Universe where they were spending a hell of a lot of money, but it wasn't cheap either. You know, it had, it had potential. The series had potential. I don't see anybody starting any petitions to save this. It is what it is. But it's a decent watch while staying at home on quarantine. Okay. So with that being said, it didn't get a season two green light. But your boy Onyx says that this is 
a good look. You could watch it. It's something that you can go. October Faction on Netflix is one of those series you can watch it. Kind of say, okay, what the heck? All right. It was okay. It wasn't bad, you know, but you won't be disappointed, you know, except for the open plot lines that they left because they thought they were going to get a season two, but they're not. All right. It's worth a look. I give it actually a three and a half out of five. It wasn't super. It was good. It could have had some great premise, but... But, I'm going to throw it again, but I guess because it was so slow to start off, they jumped into too many things other than the backstory they should have had. You know, you got too close to the end of the 10 episode season before stuff started making sense. And that was its downfall. But it should make an entertaining watch, especially if you're on quarantine status and got to watch something. And you're running out of something to watch. I mean, everybody's going to talk about all the shows that everybody wants to see. Everybody's going to talk about Ozark. Everybody's going to talk about everything that we're uh, Tiger King and all that. I'm going to give you stuff that you may not have wanted to see, but you could think about. Get it out the way. Then you can watch the stuff everybody's talking about. That's how I roll. (laughs) So, overall, stay at home. My stay-at-home quarantine, folks. October Faction, three and a half out of five. Netflix, I think you're making a mistake by not giving it a second season. They could have fleshed out a lot more in the second season. But hey, I'm not a TV exec. I'm a dude sitting in his room, in his house, sipping a little bit of whiskey and giving you an opinion. But that's how we roll. Now, this is the part that we do it. We're about halfway through the show. A little bit, but folks, let's go ahead and open up the phone lines. If there's anything you want to talk about, go ahead. There's the call in number. Let me go ahead and open this up so we can get some calls. And that is 202-643-4248. Phone lines are now open. I just opened it up. And if anybody decides to call, it's cool. If not, oh, well, it's all good. It's all good. So let's talk a little bit. So. While we're staying at home, what I plan on doing is we got to get a few more videos out. We got to get a few more podcast recordings out. I think I need to do that. Um, Here goes the thing. Keeping yourself busy. Keeping yourself active. Keeping yourself and your mind going. A lot of people will talk about getting exercise. A lot of people will talk about maybe improving themselves. But you also got to look at, you got to have some relaxed time. And you got to be able to take your moments and enjoy some quiet time also if you go out while you're grocery shopping things like that to the mandatory open businesses the essential services you can see traffic is a lot lighter you can also see there's a lot less cars on the roads the air is a little bit better it's a little bit quieter out there you know i don't know we're all in a panic but maybe this is good maybe thanos was right i don't know (laughs) but check it out folks here goes the deal And and this is the thing, you know, here in the Washington, D.C. area, you know, people need to learn how to stay at home. People need to. I understand people have this mindset. People have this 
moment where they feel, oh, I'm grown. I can do what I want to do. I'm the man. I'm the woman. I can do what I feel like doing. Ain't nobody going to tell me, stay in my house, do what you do. But here goes the thing. This is going to go on longer and longer and longer and longer. Because if you can't follow directions, then this thing is going to increase, increase, increase. Look at New York, folks. New York is having massive problems. Why? New York is overpopulated. I love my hometown. All right. But it's got a lot of people and a lot of people look close. The city that never sleeps. There's a lot of things that go on. Okay, so you got trains with people like this. They're breathing all on each other. Germs are going to pass. We have that problem with colds. We have that problem with flu. We have that problem with every other disease. Okay, so here goes the key. Just break the curve. Everybody's been saying it. I'm no doctor. I'm going to say it. And and as long as this is going on, I'm going to keep mentioning this. You got to do what you're supposed to do. They've closed parks. Okay, there's a reason why they've closed parks. I was listening to another YouTuber. I was listening to my man, Dame Drops. He has a food uh, channel on YouTube, much more popular than what I do. Now, here goes the thing. He was talking about a park up in Connecticut where they took sand and they covered the whole park in sand just to keep people out because people kept going and congregating. Listen, folks, what must we do or what must happen to you before you take this seriously here in washington dc we have a place called the dc wharf you could go out there you could buy seafood on the water real nice it's always been a congregation spot for people going to get crabs shrimp you know all that other good stuff it was open as essential because it's a food place You know what I'm saying? It's a food place. And just recently, it was announced on the news today that the wharf is now officially shut down. Why? Because people just went out there to hang the F out. And it's it's mind-boggling. Now, that's not a resource for you. It's done. Okay? It's closed. It's over. You can't go there now. There's a reason. It's not martial law. I'm going to throw it out there. It's not martial law. You could still go in my area. You still could go out, work out, but they want you to keep your distance from people you are not normally close in contact with. It is what it is. Martial law may not be coming. Okay. It's not going to come. It's too much for that. It's too much for that because then you got too many people that you got to corral and people, you know, it, it, it's 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 so many extremes. It's so many extremes, and we're hard headed, hard headed by choice. I'm gonna be honest with you. The thing that is hard for, I'm gonna tell you who this is hard for. It's not just hard for people. It's hard for extroverts, people who like to get out, people who like to talk to other people. All right. But here goes who is hard for. It's hard for kids. Kids don't understand. You can explain to kids. You can tell them. You can scare them. But it's not that easy. Kids just want to play. Kids are the most honest and just period. You know, it breaks my heart every time I got to go ahead and explain to my grandson, I can't, you can't, no, the playgrounds are closed. And you know, and oh no, we're just going to go walk and we're going to walk back in. No. You see what I'm saying? That's not what he wants to hear. He wants to see his little friends from school. He wants to run around. He wants to do this stuff. He wants to, you know, be rough and tumble. 
And the only person he could be rough and tumble with, he can't be too rough with, and that's his little brother. Okay? The only places that, you know, they get to see is their mom's house and my house. Why? Because we got everything like this. You know? So, here goes the deal, folks. Use things. Use video chat. Okay? You want to be an extrovert? Hey, I'm going to open this out there. Whoever wants to get on live with me, pick a day. I will put this live. We will have a group session. We will have a happy hour. That's what I will say. We'll have a happy hour. Everybody get their drink. Get the I get the point. We'll get a video group chat. I'll put it live online, and we can sit there and talk. Share this with your friends. Talk about it. Take, get let me know who to send the invite to, and we'll get everybody on, and we'll get all the extroverts taken care of. That's how we do it. But anyway, folks, we're nearing the end of that time. You know, your boy only goes about twenty-five minutes or so, thirty minutes tops. But it's getting hot in here, and my refreshing adult beverage. Mm. While cool to the touch, it brings it up. Hey, but here goes the thing. I'm going to put it out there and I'm going to say it. You know, whether you know somebody that's been affected by COVID-19 or not, you always got to be careful, be mindful. Listen, wash your hands, take a shower, clean yourself up when you go outside, go to the grocery store, have to interact, wash your clothes before you touch anything. Clean up. That's all you got to do, folks. That's the best way. That's best germ prevention. Take it from somebody who spent 20 years in the military, okay? Yo, this is nothing but field sanitation 101, folks. Clean up after your nasty selves. Wash your hands, okay? It is what it is. Cover up. Do that, okay? That's all it takes. And we could beat this, and we could be back to normal, okay? For my, you know, for for my other people, I just got to get you to understand. This is... It's not hard, and it won't last long if you follow the rules and do what you're supposed to do. Yeah, it's confusing. You hear all these experts, but I know one thing. The best expert I ever listened to was my mama. And my mama always said, wash your nasty ass, wash your hands, don't touch nothing in my house till after you jumped in that shower, go wash your clothes. I don't want to see no stanky, dirty, nasty dudes. Yo, and hey. I don't remember a whole lot of times that I got super sick when I was younger. I don't. I really don't. There's, there was a couple, but, you know, let's be realistic. I think that was when I didn't listen to my mama's advice. So I'm going to give you my mama's advice. Wash your nasty selves. <laughs> but anyway, folks, boom, let's go ahead and uh, wrap this up. Hey, listen. You can always follow your boy on Twitter, social media. You can find me. Look up Onyx1969 on social media or just look up Going Full Nerd wherever you find. Just do a search. Going Full Nerd. You're going to find me. But anyway, as always, I like to say one thing, and that is, if you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all, send me the note because I will say it for you. Trust and believe. None of y'all have taken me up on this yet. Nobody. Well, obviously, y'all got a lot of nice things to say about people. Anyway, yo, peace out to my man, Demon. Peace out to my man, Thomas. Peace out to everybody that's watching. Remember, if you're watching this video, please hit it with a thumbs up. Peace, y'all. And I'm out of here. And that's right. I'm about to kick that in outro. Here it goes. Boom. Should I do something different? No, I'm going to give you the same thing. This is For the Record by Dylan Sitz. Featuring HD Ben Dope.
like, subscribe, and share. Cheers. For the record, I'm done trying to make y'all comfortable. For the record, you ain't trying to grow that stuff for you. For the record, lab on me going all the way. For the record, ain't trying to link no time to waste. For the record, for the record, for the for the record, for the record, for the record, for the record, for the record. Been a little too nice to y'all. Now I got up price for y'all. Snake eyes on dice for y'all. Shoulders on ice for y'all. Frozen. A six all the hell.